60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. And let's face it, if you're in charge of your money, if you have done right by your money all year long, when it comes to the holidays, there's no panic. When it comes to the holidays, there's no running down to that payday advance store. There's no trying to hawk your jewelry or get a second job. Because you see, if you follow the rules that Robert Palmer teaches us right here on the Saving Thousands show, you're going to find that whether you make a hundred thousand a year, two hundred thousand dollars a year, or if you make fifty thousand dollars a year, it doesn't really matter. Now, sure, on the face of things, you can say, "Well, that's the difference between a Mercedes Benz and a smaller, lesser car." Well, yeah, in the long run, yes, but basically, you've got to get started somewhere. So you can't just say, "Well, I can't wait to get the lottery. I can't wait for Uncle Ira to die and leave me his inheritance." Each and every dollar that is coming to you if it is handled properly, can increase in its buying power. And you get there by listening to the Saving Thousands show with Robert Palmer, by visiting savingthousands.com, and by using the 15 simple rules that Robert talks about on these shows, the rules to success. So Robert Palmer is the consumer empowering voice, taking the mystery, the intimidation out of every facet of the financial industry. And he does a mighty fine job. He's built some great companies. And now he wants to pay it forward to you. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to talk about the rates seem to be staying pretty close to historically low rates. That's good. Robert wants to talk about the research team that's looking into credit cards for you. We're going to be talking about the dangers of auto pay. Robert will also be talking about how you can find the best realtor and it's absolutely free. Robert, let's jump into the show. We'll cover some of the other headlines later. And how are you doing today? And I got some got some exciting stuff to talk about today, Rob. You know, okay. uh, just kind of a quick rate update. Interest rates have been just kind of hanging out in this range, staying yeah. low, which is good news for everybody out there, mm-hmm. uh, either buying a home or refinancing their home. So that's good. Uh, I haven't seen anything that really ticked me off in the news recently as far as credit cards or anybody being taken advantage of. So that's always good. You know, usually there, there's that there's always an article that just seems to get me all fired up about once a week, uh, you know, where some company tries some harebrained scheme to take advantage of consumers. And it just drives me crazy. Uh, we talked a lot about FICO scores this week. You know, obviously a very fascinating topic. And, and that's one of those things that we don't teach in schools. We don't teach kids about most people don't really understand how credit scoring works. But it, that number follows you around your entire life and yeah. and is used in so many ways to, to judge us as credit worthy or not credit worthy. It's even being used for insurance now, in mm-hmm. addition to loans and debts and uh, just, uh, again, really important stuff and stuff that we're not really taught to understand. And, uh, you know, the impact that interest can have on you. You know, a lot of people don't even understand the basics of how interest works. You know, I mean, the, the basic concept is you borrow money and you pay interest back. And and so I think a lot of people say, well, okay, so I have a credit card at a, at a 10% APR. Well, what does that even mean? You know, so if, if you owe, basically that, that APR, that interest rate is the amount of money you're going to pay back annually in interest. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Rob, so if I've got a $10,000 credit card and it's at a 20% interest rate, I'm going to pay $2,000 a year in interest. And that's a lot of money. If you think sure about it, I mean, is. if you really think about it, I mean, I've seen credit cards at 29% interest. Uh-huh. So if you, if you go out and put a thousand dollar item on that credit card, a year later, you will have paid $1,290 for that item. At one item. Right. At 29% interest. I mean, it's crazy, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and then if you go into the second year, now you're paying even more, you know, and it, it just keeps going up and up and up. And and I don't think a lot of people really, you know, they hear the number and it doesn't mean anything. It's, you know, it's like the whole in Las Vegas, the reason they want you to use chips, you know, they want you to use, uh, you know, the, the chips instead of real money because it's not money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they've, they've figured out and they've studied and they've spent all this money on how to take advantage of people. And basically they've figured out that by giving you fake money, paper money, you know, the, the chip money, the fake money or, or points on a card or whatever they do these days, that you're more likely to spend it because it's not actual cash. It's not actual money. And and I think that credit card interest kind of works in the same way. You hear this number, oh, 29%, oh, 18%, oh, 14%. Like, what? really, what does any of this mean? And when you sit mm-hmm. down and really look at the numbers and say, wow, if I put $1,000 on that credit card and I don't pay it off and that card's at 29% interest, that's $290 a year, gone, gone. 
And you know what this re- reflects on? A few days ago, you did a show, and you were talking about why the credit card companies really wanted people to go online and look at their statement every day and not look at the paper statement because of several things. Well, I yeah. thought about that this morning when you started talking about interest rates. You know, when you look at that one front sheet on your home, whether it's a, a First National, a, a Visa card, a MasterCard, doesn't matter what it is. All you see is balance, available credit, next payment due. It doesn't say on there how much interest you paid last month. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. does not tell you so, that. So, yeah, so the, the government the government decided that, that, that people, if people were informed, that they would they would not fall into this interest trap. And so we're going to talk, we'll talk about that again in case we've got new listeners. And the, the dirty secret and the dirty trick <laughs> that the credit card companies are using to keep that from happening. And if you want to know more about getting a mortgage or how much your home is worth, hey, just call 855-773-8634. That's the office, 855-773-8634. And you can always call the Home Value Hotline and discern a very, very accurate approximate number that goes with your home. Not something manufactured out of a computer out in Silicon Valley. No, something from a professional realtor who sells homes right in your neighborhood. It's 866-222-8231. The Home Value Hotline created by Robert Palmer. 866-222-8231. So you were explaining the other day how in the name of, let's say, paper, right, the, right. the credit card so here, companies so the government figured out that if you put the dollars and cents, you know, just like the casino figured out by giving you the clay chips, mm-hmm. you're going to spend more. The government figured out, well, by showing people the actual dollars and cents that they're wasting by making minimum credit card payments, by leaving balances on their credit cards, people are more likely to pay them off. And so they changed all these disclosure requirements. And now on your paper statement that you get in the mail, there's all these legal requirements to show you how much interest you paid last month. You know, it's got to be bolded and boxed in and it's got to really smack you in the face. Uh, And then it shows you, well, if you make the minimum payment, it's going to take you five, six, seven years to pay this thing off. And so think about our example, $1,000 at 29% interest, $290 a year. What is that times five years, Rob? Now oh. you've paid almost $2,500 for that $1,000 item, right? And so if you make the minimum payments, this thing just drags on for years and years and years. But then what they show people is just by paying a little bit more. So if that minimum payment is 30 or 40 bucks, well, if you pay 60 or $70, you pay the thing off in, in more than, than half of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like quicker than that. And so all of a sudden there was all this great disclosure. And guess what happened, Rob? People started paying their credit cards off faster because all of a sudden they were conscious of the true costs. The government disclosure requirements worked. Imagine that. So what happened next? The credit card companies, the big greedy banks, panicked. They panicked. We don't want people They're like, paying what these is off? happening? Why Why are all of these people paying their credit cards? Why are all these people making extra payments on their credit cards? And then some you know, some bean counter in the corner is like, well, sir, we've analyzed in the new government disclosures, people seem to be making that exact payment that's recommended in box number two or box number three. Ouch. And now they're like, oh my God, what do we do now? People are going to, pe- people are not going to pay us $2,500 for a thousand dollar item anymore. We're going to go broke. We're going to have to take the golden toilet seat out of the executive washroom. <laughs> I can't sit on porcelain. What am I, a peasant? Right? So th- this is the conversation going on at these very large credit card companies. So then, so then some kid in the probably in the mailroom comes up with a brilliant idea. No, actually, in reality, they, they hire consulting firms mm-hmm. and pay them millions and millions of dollars to come up with these ideas. And they said, well, if we get people to go online, then the requirements by law for the, the statement do not apply. And we will still have a PDF of the statement, but we're going to bury that. That thing's going to be buried. Like, you got to go, like, uh, more information about my account, uh, previous statements, download PDF, and then it's like, please wait, preparing PDF, right? And it's like, well, we'll send you smoke signals in three days when the PDF is ready for your review. Because, trust me, they do not want you seeing these boxes that are encouraging you to pay more and pay Mm -hmm. faster and pay sooner and not waste money on interest. And so they figured out, they said, okay, great. So if we can just get everybody to stop getting the paper statements, then we can trick them all by burying the disclaimers on the hidden PDFs. And all we're going to show on the home screen of the credit card login online is the balance and the current payment. Mm -hmm. We're not going to show them the interest rate. We're not going to show them how much interest they paid last month. We're not going to show them any of these these boxes that tell them, well, if you just send us an extra $30 a month, you'll pay it off in half the time because we don't want them to know any of that. We want them to be a slave to our debt. So how do we do this? 
We do it in the name of the environment, right? <laughs> we can't so, have paper. So they launched this brilliant campaign that says, Dear Consumer, we here at Big Greedy Credit Card, Inc., we care about the environment, and we have to kill so many trees every year to mail you this statement. And then some of them are like, we'll give you a $5 statement credit if you help us save the environment uh-huh. by opting out of paper statements and accepting electronic delivery so you don't see how beneficial it is to pay your debt off faster. And we all fall for it. And the mere fact that they will pay us $5 to stop getting paper statements shows a little glimpse of how much money those paper statements with all of those disclosures and disclaimers and the boxes and the big bold numbers of how much interest they're sucking out of you every month were costing them. It was worth it for them to give you $5 today to be able to continue sucking the life out of you continuously in the future. And this is the big scam that is online banking for credit cards. Hey, if you're just tuning in, we are saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network, now well over 80 stations strong. And don't forget, if you're ever out of range of one of the broadcast stations that you're hearing us on, hand-picked stations, by the way, you can always hear Robert on the SavingThousands.com website. We've got info modules. We've got shows. We've got a lot of things that you can play back on demand to further empower you. It makes it really, really simple. But while we're taking a little break here, I wanted to talk about customer service. Customer service is way overused as a term, but seldom lived up to. Well, I'm in my 60s. And so over the years, I've heard a lot of people claim that they give good customer service. Well, I met Robert Palmer about eight years ago, and I started watching the way Robert worked. I saw him involved in the community. I saw him involved with a lot of great charities, good causes. I saw him get involved with the Better Business Bureau and I became very close to his company. You see, my company does radio productions, but more and more over the years, we have become part of the Robert Palmer family of companies, mainly because I'm so impressed with the way they do business and that we both share this dream of empowering people. Well, one of the things I've noticed since I first moved my company into Robert's building was goodness gracious me, I've never seen real customer service like it. I'm in a studio that sits off the main entrance of the building. So when people come in here, I see the way they're greeted. I see the way that loan officers meet and greet these people and over a period of 10 or 20 days become very, very close friends. I've seen the people working nights, burning the candle at both ends to try to get a home loan closed on time. I've never been around a bunch of people that just work so hard to do what they're trying to do for you and that's give you customer service. Try it out. 855-773-8634. Have a conversation without obligation, but just ask questions about real estate and mortgages, and you're going to see that customer service is unbelievable with the Robert Palmer family of companies. And that family of companies, Robert, is always working on new ways to help our audience. It's unbelievable, but there's still more to come. So the other cool thing uh, we've got going on, Rob, is so I've uh, I've got the team over at RP Digital doing some research for me. So I want to find out, I, I talk a lot about credit cards yeah, and sure. investments, and then a lot of people text and ask if they want details. And so we're actually compiling all this data. And so I have the team over at RP Digital calling every local bank, every local credit union, every big bank, wow. and, and we're getting the information I need to do an analysis. And then I'm going to go online to savingthousands.com and I'm going to post uh, some some kind of tutorials or post some best ofs, right? So what's the best credit card if you're 18 and about to go to college? What's the best credit card if you're newlyweds? What's the best credit card uh, for someone with bad credit? What's the best secured credit card out there? You know, what, what's the best way to consolidate student loans? We're going to do all this research and put this out there at Saving Thousands to make it easier for people to shop around. I'm going to do the legwork for you, right? So we're going to call. And, and one of the key things that I'm focusing on that a lot of these online shopping portals do not is what is the grace period? Right, because we talked about as financial ninjas how we can take advantage of the credit card companies if we time our purchases correctly. Because you've got the 30 days of the billing cycle that have to roll by, which are interest-free, and then you've got a grace period, which can be 20 days, 25 days, 28 days, whatever, whatever, 30 days in some cases uh, that that roll by. And so you've got up to 60 days that you don't pay any interest on their money. Now that's a win, 
You know, that that's that's something we can use to our advantage as financial ninjas. And so we are calling to find out what the grace periods are, because one of the things I want to make our listeners aware of are what cards have the longest grace periods. Mm-hmm. You know, because if we're going to really take advantage of this, if we're going to really use their money for free and not pay anything, we need the longest grace period possible. So one of the things I'm really less concerned with in most cases is the annual percentage rate, the APR, because if we're doing things correctly, if we're acting like financial ninjas, we're never going to pay interest anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I could I could take a credit card with a 35% interest rate because as long as I always pay it off by the grace period, I pay zero. All right now, uh, there are other people who have to carry balances. Right, They find themselves in a situation where they have spent in the past and they have existing credit card balances. So for them, APR becomes very important. And so again, this is where on the website I want to have the comparison so I can show if you are if you're great and you don't have any credit card debt, then you don't really care about the APR because you're going to keep it paid off. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who does have credit card debt and you're trying to get out of it, now you need the lowest APR as possible, the lowest annual percentage rates possible, because by reducing that interest, you can pay it off faster. So we're going to compile all this information, and uh, I've got the gang over there making the phone calls and getting it all together, and then we're going to sit down, and I'm going to go through that data, and I'm going to personally review every card, You know, look at the annual fees, look at the APRs, look at the grace periods, uh-huh. look at the perks. And then I'm going to make my personal recommendations on what I think the best cards are. And we're going to publish those on savingthousands.com, which is my way to help you help you with rule number one, which is shop around, right? And then also this helps with, uh, you get the rules in front of you, Rob. Helps with rule number two. You yeah. know your numbers, yeah, I, what you're paying. I'm thinking our whole, you know, don't don't be afraid of credit, but don't abuse don't credit abuse either. It. That's right. You know, so again, there's, there's people out there who are just afraid of credit. Well, I pay cash for everything. I don't want to have any credit cards. I don't want to have any credit. Let me tell you, you are lo- you're leaving opportunities on the table mm-hmm. to improve your financial decision. Because when you can use someone else's money for as long as 60 days without paying interest, right, you can earn interest on your money during that 60 days. You know, I talked about the example, uh, you know, of when I, I bought my uh, my fiance's engagement ring, you know, and, right. and the, the jewelry store had the, the I think it was like 12 or eight, 12 months of no interest. Well, you know, that was money I could then invest in the market and earn interest on. While I'm not paying them interest because it's interest-free, why would you not take advantage of a situation like that? If you can go buy a new vehicle and say you're going to pay cash for it and it's a, a $60,000 truck. And, and let me tell you, Rob, that cars are not as cheap as they used to no, be. No, no, you know, no. So you go out there and you're looking at a fifty-five dollars or a $60,000 sport utility vehicle. If you have the cash for it, but the, but the manufacturer is offering 0% financing— We'll stick your cash somewhere else. Even if it's in a CD, it's only paying a half percent or one percent. I mean, there's better ways to make money uh, in the market. But even if that's all you were able to get, that's still money you didn't have. And it's money you're not paying because they're interest free. So as financial ninjas, we have to be ready to take advantage of credit to use it for our benefit. Now, you have to be disciplined. You know, you can't. You have to understand that that having this credit, you know, when I put out this list of the best credit cards, that doesn't mean go sign up for all of them and buy yourself a new big screen TV and brand new couches and, you know, six new vehicles and jet skis and everything else. It means be responsible with your spending, but be prepared to take advantage of places you can make money by using credit to your benefit instead of to the creditor's benefit. And and this is this is what the whole thing's all about. And, and so as we really try to build the resources on savingthousands.com, you know, I've got, got this staff now that, that's going to be writing articles and doing research and getting more information out there. Uh, a lot of this is going to be in my book when it comes out later this year. Good. Uh, you know, so there's just a lot of exciting stuff going on. And it all comes down to us making a decision to educate ourselves as consumers. There's a lot more consumer empowerment coming your way as we save thousands with Robert Palmer. If you haven't heard the show before, I hope that you will refer to savingthousands.com. You'll learn more about the show. You'll learn more about Robert Palmer, our founder, and you'll get a lot of financial empowerment. I can't find anywhere on the internet. I can't find anywhere on the radio. I cannot find anywhere that you will find more information for free. No one's trying to get you to buy a set of CDs or a whole collection of DVDs. No one is asking you for any money at all. This is, this is simply paying it forward. This is simply Robert Palmer having seen an awful lot of credit applications, having talked to an awful lot of people wanting to get into that dream home, and he has kind of amassed a, a warehouse of knowledge. There's no other way to explain it. Robert Palmer has so much knowledge about what goes on in finances, he's seen people get trapped. He's seen people be held down by a 550 credit score, and they just can't seem to get out because... 
The financial institutions just keep beating them down and beating them down, fee after fee after fee. And yet, Robert has seen those same people turn it around. And within a little while, they're getting that house they've always wanted. So Robert has seen the ways that people can go from 500 to 700 and beyond. And it's all about knowing the tricks. It's all about knowing how dollars are affected. It's all about the day-to-day finances that we experience. We're not talking Harvard economics here. We're talking about you and me. So I want you to go to savingthousands.com. Just click on anything and just see the plethora of information that's out there furnished by Robert Palmer with no obligation. One of the things, Robert, I know we talk about it a lot, but even the most careful people can fall prey to authorized pre-installment payments or contracts or leases or auto pay. It's insane out there. Uh, so I, I got this going on right now, Rob. So we we leased a copy machine, right, in the very early days of RP funding. Sure. And so we quit using this copy machine about six months before the lease was up because we bought new ones. We moved in the new building, kind of retired the old one. It's actually sitting in storage. And so when we moved, uh, we called the lease people or we read the lease and it said we had to give them notice, whatever, and, and to terminate it, right? And, and so we sent in a letter to terminate it. Well, we sent the letter in too early. Now, did they call us back and tell us this? Of course not. Well, they did right after it was too late, right? And, and so <laughs> and so what they do is they give you this, this brief window. Like, you have to give us notice in writing between day 59 and day 31 that you are going to uh, return the equipment and cancel the lease or else we will automatically renew it for 12 additional months at the same rate, right? And again, I haven't used this copy machine in six months. It's been sitting in storage. And so we sent the letter a couple days early. And then when they called us to tell us the letter got there too early, it was a couple days too late. It's so like it's like we sent the letter on like day 65, right. so they were rejected it. And they called us on day 27 to tell us they rejected it, and that was too late. So now I was stuck with this stupid copy machine for another 12 months. So I'm going to have to pay another like $4,000 over the next 12 months <laughs> and continue to keep this thing in storage. And so I got mad. I, just, I wrote them the check for the full 12 months and sent the thing back. But they still told me if I don't send the letter next year between day 59 – and day 31, even though they already have the machine back, they will bill me for another year, right? Yeah. And, and, and so, and, and this is how this works. It's like, well, cancel anytime you want. Just call between 2.51 and 2.53 a.m. And our customer service will be happy to cancel. I mean, you know, so that's the other thing. Once we give this information, it's hard. It's hard to get people out. Like, like I've got an American Express. This is one This is one beef I have with American Express. And again, I think this is supposed to be for convenience, so I, I had, I've had American Express for probably like, uh, I don't know, 12, 13, maybe 14 or 15 years now, right? Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that they do is if you have stuff on auto pay and you lose that card and they give you a replacement card, they will let the auto pay continue to go through even though it has the wrong credit card number. So it's all about making sure that we dot the I's, cross the T's, and that we tell these companies we want to be in charge when it comes to any payment programs. Right, Robert? Well, I'll tell you what. I was telling the people a while ago about savingthousands.com, and you can't say enough about it. At the very beginning, you look at the homepage, very self-explanatory, very easy to navigate. I think people today sometimes are scared of a website because, wow, they get into the middle of it and they can't ever find their way around. Well, when you look at savingthousands.com, it couldn't be simpler. I mean, this is so simple that anybody can do it, no matter what your age. So you look at the front page, the homepage, and you see the rules, this is right at the top. Well, that's a tab that you can click to get those 15 rules, right? Next to that, radio shows. Well, that's pretty self-explanatory. If you click that, you're going to get access to radio shows over an eight-year period by topic. You know, maybe you want to know how to figure out how much the actual home payment will be. Because as you know, maybe you don't know, that the housing payment is, yes, the mortgage payment, but it's also made up of other factors too. Factors that actually you can control. So that helps when it comes to setting up your budget. All right, next to that, you'll see station listings. That, of course, is a listings with a map that shows you where our show is broadcast, what day, what times. And don't forget, if you're out of all of those zones, you can still get Robert's Saving Thousands hour-long shows on his own iHeart station. If you go to iHeart, just click on that app, go up to the search engine, and put in the words or the name Robert Palmer. It's that simple, okay? Next to that, there's an Ask Robert tab that if you click on it, it gives you a form, press send, and you will get an answer back in total confidence. We're not going to try to sell you anything. We're not adding you to anybody's list. And finally, across the top, on the right-hand side, you'll see Home Value Hotline. Home Value Hotline, when you click on there, magically a form appears. It is in strictest confidence 
But you ask for the value of your home, and you will get precisely that. No obligation, but you will get from professionals in the real estate and the mortgage industry, you will get their combined minds to give you the evaluation of your house on a local basis. Not some California computer bank, but a local basis where people are involved in real estate every day. Robert, I talked a while ago about customer service, and I want you to talk more about how you designed this great model. Yeah, Rob, so customer service is super important to me. You know, I mean, again, my name's on this company. You know, a lot of people recognize me out in public because I'm in the TV commercials, and so I want everyone to have a great experience with my company because that means they're having a great experience with me. Mm-hmm. And so we do customer satisfaction surveys, and and our a lot of our staff, our processors, their bonuses are actually based on positive surveys from the customers, not how many units they close. Mm-hmm. So most mortgage companies are out there paying bonuses based on units or how high the interest rate was. We pay ours based on those positive customer satisfaction reviews after closing. And, and so we, I read, I read those all personally. My senior management team reads them. If we do get a negative survey, I'm looking at how, what was broken in the system. How do we fix it? Do we have an employee who needs more training? Do we have an employee who just doesn't get it? And we've terminated some employees because of trends in their in their customer satisfaction uh-huh. surveys. It's that important to me. And and so we recently, well, not recently, hell, about about a year ago, we started uh, surveying on the realtor as well. And so we asked the customer, hey, well, tell us here, tell us how we did, and then please tell us how your real estate agent did. And so we know who the really good ones are. And we know who the really mm-hmm. bad ones are. And, and there's some really great ones out there, and there's some really terrible ones out there. And so one of the things we'll do for our customers is if you call in here, you can ask us you know, for the areas you're looking in to make a recommendation for a real estate agent. And based on that information, you know, we'll recommend somebody to you. And I'm never <sighs> going to publish that data. You know, I'm not trying to, to be out here and pick winners and losers and play favorites. But if one of our customers asks us for a recommendation mm-hmm. of what real estate agent they should use to buy a home, what real estate agent they should use to sell a home, we go look in our database and see – who's got the highest customer satisfaction reviews in that area. And our reviews can't be faked, right? So like some yeah. of these online sites, you know, people, they'll have all their friends and cousins go on there and write reviews and their uncle and aunts and their, their mom thinks they're the best, where ours are real customers. And it's customers that we uh-huh. just gave a mortgage to. So we know they bought a house and we know who their real estate agent was, so they can't fake it. And we <laughs> send it to the email address that they used to apply for the mortgage. So we know it's the right consumer and we ask them to rate that real estate. agent. so we have this data that nobody else has. And, and so we use that to help our customers because let me tell you, you working with the right real estate agent makes everybody's life easier. It makes your life easier and it makes my life easier. It makes the seller's life easier because, you know, again, we're, we're all in this together. You know, we've got to get the money there. They've got to write the contract. They've got to get the inspections. Everything has to fall in line. You know, buying a home is a fairly complex process. Yes, it is. And so if you've got the wrong agent, it, it can make everybody's life miserable. And so that's why it's important to us to help people find that right real estate agent so that they, they have a good experience. Because the other thing we found is when, when the real estate agent gives them a bad experience, then their experience with us is worse, too. You know, because the whole the, the whole home buying experience was a disaster, and so we get lumped into that too. And so we've seen patterns where real estate agents who don't do a great job will will, will get bad reviews because they did a bad job. You know, and, and nobody wants that. So it's something I'm very conscious of. It's something we really pay attention to. You know, and uh, and that, that's it. That's just all the ways here we are to try to. You know, we're here to try to help people, Rob. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to help them save money on the refinance by me paying all the closing costs by pulling that two and a half million out of my advertising budget. If you're buying a home, we want to get you the strongest pre-approval in the industry. We want to help you find that right real estate agent. If you don't already have one, we're ha- you know we make those recommendations based on our information we have. You know these are all the things we do here at RP Funding. And then too, coming on the radio every weekend and now every day. And I tell you what, I'm proud to be a part of that process. I love these radio shows. Back when Robert Palmer first started out, we started on one AM radio station in Orlando, Florida. It was a powerhouse. And it got a lot of attention drawn to Robert Palmer real quick. He had a lot of ideas. He had a lot of innovations he wanted to introduce to the mortgage industry. And yet, one day, nobody had heard his name except family, friends, and business associates. And within a few weeks, Robert Palmer was the talk of the town. And he was the talk of the industry. Because people in the industry, the old staid guys and gals who'd been in the business for years and years are going, this is never going to work. This guy's got these changes. He's got all these things he wants to do. It's never going to work. Well, years have gone by, and guess what? It worked. RP funding is so very successful in the lending business, and it's kind of been the founding block in a family of companies that is now serving people, serving communities, and providing a lot of jobs to a lot of great families, and even more importantly, providing financial services to tens and thousands of families who would have been lost. They would have been financial zombies 
had it not been for the work and the benevolence of Robert Palmer. And those sentiments are coming from me. This is not scripted. This is something I'm coming to you from the heart because I really believe it. Yeah, it's the holiday season. We get kind of sentimental. But I've just seen people's lives changed because they've had a chance to grasp what goes on with their money, take charge, and tell those people in those financial institutions that they're not going to get tricked anymore. Okay, Robert, one of the things that people fall prey to is a simple kind of a form letter pre-approval from a mortgage company. Well, that pre-approval may not be worth the paper that it's written on. So let's talk about the difference between a good old pre-approval by the corner lending company and a validated pre-approval. Can we talk about that? Yeah, I think the, the most important thing you want to have happen is if the seller does call your lender and say, hey, I, I got this pre-approval letter, can you talk to me about it? What have you looked at? What have you not looked at? Have you seen their pay stubs? Have you seen their W-2s? Have you seen their tax returns? You want us to be able to say yes to that. You know, yeah. and then even further, when when we can say, you know, and in fact, this loan's actually been looked at by our validation team, which is part of our underwriting department. So you've got two sets of eyes. Not only did it pass through all of RP's crazy checks and balances <laughs> with the automated system, but it's actually been looked at by a second set of eyes. And that's that's the message. That's the message that's going to make it as absolutely strong as possible uh, for that person to feel like that, that you really do qualify, mm-hmm. that you've got the best possible chance of of getting in there and, and best possible chance of closing on the home. Because the last thing anybody wants to have happen. On the buyer side or the seller side, the real estate agents, the title company, nobody wants that deal to get denied right before closing. But it happened. I mean, for some lenders, it happens like one out of four. They're they're denying twenty five percent of their loans right before closing because they just don't have the right oversight in place on the front end. And it's just it's amazing. And and you know, I I have told so many of my counterparts at mortgage bankers events. You know, like I'm going to New York in a, in a couple of weeks for the, yeah. the national mortgage national secondary mortgage bankers conference. You know, I'm pretty involved. I go to the the Florida the Florida Mortgage Banker Association stuff, and I I tell them about what we're doing, and they look at me like like I have six eyeballs and and my nose is gone. Like mm-hmm. I get this crazy look, like you're spending money to validate your pre approvals. Are you insane? Isn't that coming out of your profit? How could you give up profit, Robert? I'm like. You guys are crazy. Like you should know me by now that I'm really not worried about the profit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm worried about doing a great job and having a great reputation. And and I, I tell them, I said, look, I thought the same thing, but now that we've been doing it for four or five years, it works really well. And and it, it hasn't cost me money. It actually has saved me money. You guys should do it too. And they kind of scoff at me and, and go oh, yeah. off and do mortgage banker things without me. Like I, then yeah. I then I don't get invited to the party, right? Like yeah, then. Like, well, Robert, we, we were all feeling very ill. We're going home yeah, now. And then, I, then they all go to the bar and drink without me. I'm like, you jerks. <laughs> but, you know, you think, jerks. think of the strength of the home buyer. Now the couple knows that they've got the money waiting for them to get that house. How many people worry about that during the home, home buying process? Are we really going to get the loan? Are we really going to get the loan? And they lay awake nights. But once they get a validated pre-approval, that's real solid money. That's it. That's I mean, it's it. like having the check in your pocket. And I would tell you, until the mortgage company has seen your tax returns and your W-2s mm-hmm. and your pay stubs and your bank statements, you should be nervous. So if you haven't given any of that stuff to the mortgage company yet, be very, very nervous. Because how in how do they possibly know you qualify <laughs> when they haven't seen your pay stubs, your W-2s? You know, that's my, Robert, the other guy gave me the pre-approval without any of this stuff. Well, then that pre-approval is worthless. Mm-hmm. I'll be quite honest with you. That pre-approval is absolutely worthless because if they're not looking at your documentation, if they're not looking at your pay stubs, your W-2s, your bank statements, your tax, I mean, they're going to ask you for all this stuff at some point in the transaction. Eventually. Again, 99% of all conforming loans, all loans under 417000 are going to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or Ginnie Mae for securitization, and they all require these documents, okay? <laughs> On top of that, the Dodd-Frank law, which was passed— there is a section called ATR, Ability to Repay, is what ATR stands for. All right, in that section, we have to, as lenders, look at this stuff. You know, Robert, you speak about regulations from the federal government. That kind of brings to mind TRID, doesn't it? I see that smile on your face. You know where I'm going with this. TRID, folks, at home, if you haven't heard of it yet, you will. All right? It was really kind of hidden in all the headlines of the news these days because Lord knows there's been some very big news stories But a lot of people, if they were watching the financial shows, if they're a little bit associated with real estate or they know somebody in lending, they may have heard this this word TRID. Well, it actually stands for a program handed down by the federal government that, to put it very simply, is a no before you owe. Because the government and the mortgage industry and the real estate industry took a hard look at what happened to this country back in 2006, 7, 8, and 9 at the housing crash. What caused it? What were some of the things that weren't being done to protect the consumer. 
Okay? So a whole new list called TRID comes out of the federal government. And they spotlight October of 2015 to put all this into effect. We're talking about new forms, new methodology, new timing patterns, all of this going into effect all at once, not just easing in like other federal programs. This was all at once. This was a total change in the industry, the biggest since 1976. There are companies I've been hearing ads. You've been hearing them. If you pay attention to the radio and you'll hear ads from people saying, well, because of TRID, please allow 50, 60, 70 days for your closing. Hogwash. The Robert Palmer family of companies started working with the TRID formulas early on, not in October, but they started working with the formulas and having workshops and having seminars and having training in company to get people ready for TRID. So what happened? Well, October came along. There was nobody shaking in their boots. There was nobody throwing piles of paper in the air. There was nobody pounding their fist in frustration. The first mortgage application showed up. And it happened to be an application that was in trouble with another mortgage company. Well, guess what? The people at RP Funding sat back and said, great, this is our opportunity to shine. They took that loan, which had been in trouble, and they closed it in 10 days. I'm talking from the time of getting the application papers to the time of closing only took 10 days. So if you hear a little panic out there about TRID, well, it's all about give us the rules, we'll follow them, and we'll make them work. That's how RP Funding makes it happen. Well, Robert, I know on previous shows and even on this show, we've referred to the no closing cost refi and we've talked about refis in a lot of terms, but can you bring us back to the whys of a refi? In other words, what are some of the things we can do with a refi? Uh, as we kind of look at the different ways people can refinance, uh, you know, and, and I'm sure I'm going to forget some here, Rob. So feel free to chime in as we go through. Uh, yeah, the, the big one, the first one, obviously, is, is just reducing your interest. And right, one of our rules here on the network is to reduce interest whenever possible. Uh, you know, people don't realize the impact that an interest rate has. And I think for some people, the idea of lowering an interest rate just kind of seems too good to be true. Right. Well, wait a minute. I'm going to pay less money every month and I don't really have to do anything different. Uh, you know, we're almost, we've almost been brainwashed to believe that, you know, that there is no free ride, that, that, that this is too good to be true. But in, in reality, the reason interest rates are so low is because we're not getting paid anything on our savings accounts and our CDs, uh, and, and it's a natural movement in the economy. And so with interest rates as low as they are, everyone should be taking advantage of these lower interest rates. But for a lot of people, their big banks don't want them to, right? The, the big bank that holds their mortgage doesn't want them refinancing because they don't want you to pay less, right? They make more profit when you continue to pay more. Uh, and so a lot of the big banks are, are not letting customers know the benefits of refinancing right now. Interest rates are still extremely low. You know, people who bought a house uh, a couple years ago, rates were, you know, rates were very low, Rob, and they shot up. And people who bought homes when rates were higher uh, can benefit greatly from refinancing right now. Mm -hmm. And then there's still people who have higher interest rates from before. The other thing we see is maybe when you bought your home, you had a, a lower credit score. Maybe you bought your home on an FHA mortgage and you're paying that dreaded mortgage insurance premium, right? These are all solutions that can be fixed uh, with a refinance if you have equity and you have the good credit. And so for people who've been listening to this show and they've been improving their credit score, they've been moving in the right direction, right? The higher credit score is going to equate for lower rates for them, right? Uh, as their home has gone up in value, which we've seen happening all over the states that the network is broadcast in, where we're seeing home values increase dramatically, which means you can eliminate PMI most likely when you refinance that loan. Because if your home value has gone up enough to where now you don't need the PMI, or just because your home value has gone up enough, you need less PMI, and that can have a huge impact on your payment. And so what we see people doing, Rob, is they're taking advantage of the low interest rates. They're taking advantage of the, the elimination of PMI, and they're doing it with a refinance. And while refinancing was harder a couple years ago, We've seen guidelines loosen. You know, my mortgage company, RP Funding, we've loosened our guidelines. Most lenders have loosened their guidelines. It's easier to refinance today than it was three or four years ago. And it really is this perfect storm. There was a great article recently uh, the Mortgage Bankers Association put out about this perfect storm for refinancing because home values are up, okay, interest rates are low, and guidelines have expanded. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and, and the, the mortgage guarantors have reduced their guidelines, allowing us to reduce our guidelines as lenders, right? In the regulatory environment. So it's this perfect storm to refinance. But the funny thing is so many people haven't taken advantage of it, Rob. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to kind of break down the different ways you can save. Uh, right now, my mortgage company, RP Funding, uh, one of my companies and the Robert Palmer family of companies, uh, we're offering refinances where I pay all the closing costs. Uh, so this is a unique opportunity where you can refinance your home loan without any of those pesky closing costs, right? The, when you look at, we talk a lot about the opportunity cost, about weighing uh, the sacrifice, the you know what you have to give to get something 
uh, in personal finance. And, and usually with a mortgage refinance, what you have to give is the closing costs, right? That's the downside. So, well, yeah, I can save a couple thousand bucks a year over here in interest, but it's going to cost me $5,000 in closing costs, so it may not be worth it. And so to help my listeners, to help my financial ninjas take advantage of the refinance without the downside, I'm eliminating all of those closing costs. I'm going to pay them for you. We're not going to finance them into your loan. We're not going to hide them under your pillow for the tooth fairy. All right? We're not going to bury them in your backyard somewhere and hide them from you. We're just not going to charge them. And then the ones that we don't control, I'm going to pay on your behalf. You know, we make money by servicing your loan. And I'm going to basically advance money to bribe you to do business with me by paying all of your closing costs because I want every one of my listeners, I want every one of my financial ninjas to refinance their mortgage and have the lowest possible interest rate because it is the largest bill in most of our lives. And so if you want to see what this looks like, and I want you to call and see what this looks like, I want you to call the office right now uh, so one of my loan officers at RP Funding, my mortgage company, can figure out how much money we can or can't save you with a refinance. I'm paying all the closing costs for you because I want to eliminate that barrier so that you'll refinance, and then I'm going to keep your loan for the next 10, 20, 30 years, and I'm going to make a quarter point a year, that's the servicing fee, off of your loan forever. It's, it's worth it to me to pay the closing costs today to get more of my loyal listeners to switch their mortgage over to RP funding by refinancing, All right? So it, it's a, it's a toll-free call. There's no obligation. There's nothing to be worried about. Let us take a look at this. Let us show you how much money you can save with a no-closing-cost refi through RP funding, a refinance where I pay all the closing costs, where I eliminate that barrier and it's a simple phone call to get your free mortgage analysis, your free breakdown of what you can save at 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. Call right now. Let me show you how much money I can save you. Let me show you how much money I'm going to save you by paying all of your closing costs as a part of this limited time special, right? 855-773-8634. Or you can go to rpfunding.com. One of the amazing things, Rob, is what we're seeing so many people do, and I love this. This is this is the the best thing you can do. One of our rules is you know to buy your home on a thirty year mortgage and then refinance to a fifteen year mortgage, mm -hmm. uh, and it's because the power of shortening that term has such an impact on your ability to save. And so what we're seeing a lot of people do now is instead of taking the savings monthly with a lower payment, they're using the savings to shorten their term, and they're paying their home off five years sooner seven years sooner, 10 years sooner than they would have if they had kept the old mortgage. I mean, imagine that, Rob. Imagine having five years extra without a mortgage payment oh. just by making a simple phone call and letting us refinance your mortgage. Imagine having seven years more without a mortgage payment, right? If you've got 20 years left on your mortgage and we can put you into a 15-year term with the same monthly payment because the 15-year rates are so much lower, right? If that works out, you're talking about five less years of payments on the backside of this mortgage. If you owe 23 years on that mortgage and we can get you into a 15 year, you're talking about eight less years of a mortgage. And when we look at being a financial ninja, when we look at planning for the future, planning for retirement, right? And even if you don't think you're going to pay the house off, the acceleration of building equity happens all along the way, right? So when you go to that shorter term loan, from day one, more of the money is going toward principal than would have on the longer term loan. So you're building equity faster. You're improving your personal balance sheet faster. So even if you sold the home in five years or 10 years, you're going to get a much bigger check because you'll have reduced the mortgage so much quicker by going the shorter term. Well, I hope as you're listening to the show that you're thinking about maybe some people in your family, people in your circle of friends, people at your church, people at work that could benefit from the Saving Thousands services. So please tell them about it. Tell them about the Saving Thousands radio show. Tell them about savingthousands.com. Refer them to two more new sites. We haven't really talked about that much, but these are sites that can really get you involved in having a lot of fun with real estate and investing in mortgages and that sort of thing. The first one is Real Prospector. On Real Prospector, you're going to see a lot of great articles, but you're also going to hear half-hour programs made up of interviews between members of the real estate industry, the mortgage industry, and you. And we're going to be talking with people associated with real estate. One of our first shows featured Tony Caruso, Orlando Luxury Pools. We have since recorded shows with people involved in investing, with people involved in home inspections and lawn and garden, you name it. It's all going to be there. And that is realprospector.com. Also, we have one that is there and it's called a state of eyes. 
a stay device is a website designed to revitalize the real estate industry, to make it fun again, to make people totally, totally comfortable with real estate and not scared of it. So it does things like analyze different cities and the lifestyles in those cities and how it is to own a home there. Maybe you're being transferred. Maybe you're considering a change of scenery. Also, some very interesting but easy-to-read articles, all written by the research staff right here at the Robert Palmer Family of Companies. So, savingthousands.com, Real Prospector, and Estate of Eyes. All right? You're going to love those three sites. Well, Robert, now, we have talked about why refi, okay? Why the refinance, how it can help us. But now we're hearing about that no-closing-cost refi that you talk about. How can you afford to do that? So, let's talk about how I do this. The same way I do everything. Uh, when it comes to, to my businesses and putting consumers first and making sure that we have the best deal and, and by re-engineering the, the, the process and the business to be better for consumers. So in most mortgage companies, the mortgage loan originator is a commission-only door-to-door salesman type pay uh, where they make thousands of dollars per transaction, Rob. So the Mortgage Bank Association puts out studies, accounting firms put out studies, it, depending on who you ask, right? It's somewhere in the the three to four thousand dollar range is how much the the on the low side a loan originator makes in commission per transaction. There's some guy out there making seven or eight thousand dollars per transaction in commission. These are just the commissions, right? This isn't the wow. company income. This is the commission to the salesperson. And so I looked at this part of our industry and I, I thought it was I thought it was insane. And I thought it could be different. I thought it could be better. And I revolutionized the industry seven years ago when I completely changed the compensation structure from my mortgage loan originators. And in the last six months, my average cost per closed loan for my mortgage originator compensation, the, the amount they make between salary and bonus and commission and everything is around $600 per transaction, okay? Well, because my loan officers are closing 20 to 30 transactions, they're making a lot of money, right? 20 times 600 is 12 grand. 30 times 600 is 18 grand, right? So they're making a lot of money, but they're not making a lot of money on each deal. And see, the average loan officer out there only closes one or two deals a month. And I know because the guys who work for me now used to work somewhere else and they tell me. I had a loan officer come to me, Rob. He closed more transactions in his first month with me than he did the entire year with his previous company. Okay, <laughs> That's why they have to pay them two to three to four to five to six to seven to $8,000 in commission because they're only closing 12, 15 deals a year. So to make good money, they've got to have these big fat commissions. I don't because of the volume. And why do we get volume? Because we put consumers first and we don't charge lender fees and we run great specials like refinancing with no closing costs. That's how we get volume. My entire business model is based on volume. If my loan originators don't close the volume, then they don't make the money. They'll leave me and go work somewhere where they can get three, four, five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars per deal and commission. But as long as I'm running the volume and I can run volume by keeping my consumer happy and doing what's best for my consumer, then my loan officers are happy making $600 a transaction. So guess what I get to do with the difference, right? If the other guy's paying $3,000 in commission, $4,000 in commission, $5,000 in commission, and I'm only paying 600, is there any question where the money comes from for me to pay your closing costs? I think it's pretty clear. You know, that's just one of the places that we're more efficient than our competitors in saving money and then passing that savings along to our consumer. The other big thing is we're a mortgage servicer. So when we make your loan, we securitize it through Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or Jenny Mae. And then in, in nine out of 10 cases, we're going to keep that loan. You're going to make your payments to us. And I'm going to make money for servicing your loan every year forever, right? So we make roughly a quarter point per loan. So on a $200,000 loan, I'm going to make $500 a year for servicing that loan for you, right? For servicing that loan and collecting your payments and being your lender, I get paid 500 bucks a year on a $200,000 loan. So if you keep that loan for 10 years, that's five grand. You keep that loan for five years, it's 2,500 bucks. This is extra money, right? This is money that someone who sells their loans doesn't get to make. This is money that a mortgage broker who just brokers deals doesn't get to make. And so when you combine the fact that I'm paying thousands less in compensation per transaction, and then the fact that I'm a mortgage servicer, so I get to make money on the, the long term like an annuity, and then in the middle, there's all these other things we've done with technology to be more efficient, it's very easy for me to pick up the tab on all of your closing costs, removing the barrier of entry for you to refinance. Remember, what I need is volume. I need lots of customers. I need lots of people trusting me with their mortgage. And the way to do that is to make it very easy to say yes to us. And the way to say that and to do that is to remove that barrier to entry 
right? Which is the closing cost. When I looked at our portfolio and said, well, why, why does anyone not refinance? Because there's too much closing costs, right? They don't refinance because of the closing costs. That was always the answer. And I said, well, how about this, guys? What if we eliminate all the closing costs? What if I pay them all for them? What's that going to do? What's that going to do to our volume? How many more transactions is that going to run through this business? How many more customers then will I be able to service their loan for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years? How many more customers' loans will I be able to securitize every month through Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and Jenny Mae? And how many more customers will my loan officers be able to help so I can continue to pay them less commission per file? And it just made sense, and the numbers just worked out. And I originally took the money out of my advertising budget because I believe the word of mouth advertising from all the people we refinance with no closing costs would trump the power of TV and other commercials and advertising that we run. And I was right. And so I want you to take advantage of this. I want to help you save money. I want to help you reduce your interest whenever necessary, whenever possible. I want to help you lower your mortgage payment or lower your mortgage term or get the cash out you may need to pay off other debts, right? A great way to eliminate that credit card debt, refinance your mortgage, take the cash out, pay off the credit card debt, make better decisions the next time around. There's all these ways to use a mortgage refinance as a financial tool to improve your financial position but again, the downside, the barrier to entry is always the closing costs. I have now removed those. You can now refinance with my mortgage company, RP Funding, and I will pay all the closing costs for you. We're not gonna finance them in. We're not gonna add them to your loan. We're not gonna add them to the back end of the mortgage. Okay, I'm going to pay them all for you. And all you have to do is pick up the phone right now and get a free mortgage analysis of what that looks like with one of my licensed loan officers, 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. That's 855 855- 773-8634. Refinance today at today's great low rates. Pay no closing costs. I'm going to pay them all for you when you refinance with RP funding. 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Or go to rpfunding.com. Thank you so much, Robert Palmer. And the thought just crossed my mind, Robert. You know, here we are coming to the end of another calendar year. All the excitement of the holidays. And I'm just thinking about the people that are in a rental or they're living with their in-laws, right? Living with their parents, whatever it might be. And they're celebrating Christmas, but boy, in the back of their mind, they're picturing a future Christmas in a home of their own where they can start their own traditions, where they can have the extended family in their dining room, where the little kids have that traditional little kid table at Thanksgiving and the Christmas tree would be perfect in this corner and the house would be perfectly decorated on the outside. Whatever kind of celebrations you do, whether it's lighting the candles or having a Christmas tradition, whatever it is, you could have them in your own home home. So what we want to do at the closing of this program is we want to ask you to do something. In those idle moments between now and the end of the year, whether you're gift wrapping or in traffic shopping, whatever you're doing, keep saving thousands with you and keep learning how to get so financially ahead, so much in charge of your finances that whether it be a zero down mortgage or a 20% down mortgage, whatever it is, that next year you're going to begin your home ownership as a great New Year's resolution. And who can help you? RP Funding and the Robert Palmer family of companies. Make the phone call, no obligations. Set yourself up a checklist. Start planning to do that now. And when you get into January and the doldrums of a brand new year, it won't be doldrums, it'll be excitement because you and your family are working toward the goal of home ownership by dialing 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, as simple as that. On behalf of Dave DeRica, our producer, and the entire research staff, I'm Rob Newton. Thank you, Robert Palmer, as you continue to make it come true that people can save thousands with Robert Palmer.